Good morning. I am excited, but this has been an interesting preparation week. So it's been a journey, and I really know it's been a journey of my heart too. But it, it's something that I want to give to you as well. So it's an invitation that I feel that God is opening to us today. Two words he gave me are redemption and restoration. And you might feel, well, I've done that, but there's more. Okay, there's more, there's more, there's more, right? Everyone say there's more. <laughs> there's a lot more. So thank you, Father, for the hope in this room, for the life in this room. Thank you already for the journey that you've had each of us on, the unique journey. And thank you for what you want to do today, because today is unique for what he wants to do. And so um, the verse that I really have been sitting on caught my eye earlier in the week. And um, it is, um, I just have it over here. For the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. Isn't that cool? So that is part of what we're going to look at this morning. And a lot of my life has been to do with freedom or the need for it and the journey of receiving it. So I started with quite a lack of freedom and I didn't realize. So here are some ways that I was trapped being unable to speak or use my voice, being unable to give my opinion, being compliant, being hidden, self-effort and striving, being driven, performance, perfectionism, unmet, unmet sense of emotional validation, insecurity, indecisiveness, protecting myself, control, victim mentality, and self-harm. So that was a good start to the day, wasn't it? <laughs> so on that note, I would like us just to play just the, just the opening of a song that is, just caught my heart last night. It's a song the words are about you came.
Well, that just, I just felt like our hearts were just going to be washed with that truth as we heard that. Don't you love that? That you know all my things that I was so trapped in, and I'm going to unpack just a couple of examples of how I couldn't actually get out of those because the enemy had a legal right, and even though I wanted to. There are a lot of things in our lives that we get trapped in, and um, sometimes we don't realize that there's more. But then Father God comes along and says, there's more. And uh, for us, he took us to Toronto, and I saw people receiving love. I saw people getting set free, and I saw that there was more, that my level of receiving was far inadequate to what he was offering me. And uh, I'd said yes to all that I knew, but here is an invitation. He's, in his kindness, he moved us to Toronto. He moved us there so that we could experience, and he showed us there was more. And so I just said, Lord, I, I want that, whatever it takes. Sometimes we don't have the answer of how to do it, but we just have to give him permission because what has to happen in our hearts to get from being from the law of sin and death to living in the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus is something that is more than a human can do. It is something that is supernatural. And we partner with that, with our agreement to say yes, but we don't do it. Jesus did it. God wants to set us free from what we were and what we've been trapped in. And the verse, one of my key verses that I call my ignition verse, you know, the start of the car, <laughs> is from John 8, 32 and then 36. Um, he says, um, if you know the truth, you'll be free indeed. I've come to give you life and life in all its abundance. Well, that is something that I want more of. And it's actually not to do with correct information, knowing the truth. Jesus says, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. But as I was 12 years old and I, st and I stood in that tent meeting, and, and I, that was, you know, a long time ago. I was 12 then. And... And he said, if you want to be set free, I'm the one who does it. And it's like, of course, please do it. Like, I never even realized, but yes, right? I'm, I'm 12 and I'm saying yes. And he's going to do that. And he really started that journey um, of, of freedom. It was a revelation at that moment. If the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. So today I feel like he wants to offer, he's offering a father's invitation to redemption and restoration and freedom. And the enemy accuses and condemns us. So I lived, lived a lot of my life in condemnation and shame. And I um, just want to say that this is fresh bread, but I had a dream last night and, and it caused us to do some, some heart healing this morning and... Um, walking through some of the so-so um, helps that we've been learning. We did some four doors. We did the father ladder. And um, those are just things that 
started to bring some more freedom for me this morning because the enemy comes to condemn. And <coughs> excuse me, Romans 8, 1 to 2. You can join me with this. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And that's verse 1. And But the thing is, I still felt like there was something. You know, we've got this far, but I still felt there was something this morning. And through the dream, it's like, okay, let's unpack. Here's the little, little teaser. Here's the signpost. And then we followed it, and we followed it, and we followed it. And um, I trust that I'm walking in more freedom because of that this morning. So the law of the spirit of life has set you free. So it's what he's done that set us free from the law of sin and death. And this week I've been pondering on this contrast. And the definition of the word law, there's law on both sides. And I was intrigued that there's a law for the spirit of life. And there's a law for the sin and death. But actually law is more like principle. It's not like, you know, a good or bad thing. It's actually God's put it there for our good. And... Um, and it's a principle, a foundational way that things work. So God set principles in place for my good, but <laughs> my flesh said, I know better. You probably haven't ever done that, but, you know, that's how I ended up with anorexia, you know, and that's how I ended up with all these other lists of things. My flesh says it knows better, but I didn't realize that it was my heart in rebellion. Um, I thought I was a nice person. But he had to show me that my heart um, was not. He actually said to me, well, you know, when I had an anorexia, people were trying to make me eat potatoes and things like that. Eat more, eat more, eat more. But the food was not the issue. And uh, a lot of human help and input came my way. But when God said to me, it's the sin of control. And control is the same sin as witchcraft. Oh. Well, that was straight from heaven, and um, I changed my tune. That was really saving word. So when my flesh says I know better, the result is sin, which means failure or loss by missing the mark, not hitting the target. In contrast, God's conviction shows us what we need to change. He spoke to me, and I changed. I did, right then. <laughs> and he breathes spiritual life into us. And he's been doing that ever since. And I still want to be, we were talking about that this morning, about him breathing his life into us. Romans 8, 3 and 4. For God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do. By sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. In order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us. Who walk not according to the flesh, but according to to the spirit and as we're walking in the spirit he can guide us he can come with his words to direct us and there were things that I could ask for forgiveness for this morning and, and receive his new truth 
this is Jesus' mission of redemption and restoration for us all. Redemption is where God brings us out from where we were and into where we are meant to be. I'm going to say that again. Redemption. God brings us out from where we were and into where we are meant to be. And for each one of us, there's a part of our heart that he's, he's speaking to right now. There's a place where there's a little part of our heart that needs to come out into the new. Redemption is release from bondage. That's a lot of what I walked in, was bondage. Removing restrictions of sin. Being delivered by God into true spiritual liberty and freedom. And recovery of something, it said here in a definition, pawned or mortgaged. And so in my understanding, when you pawn something or a mortgage, someone's paid for it. But it, so it doesn't now belong to me. So here I am, Jane, and the enemy comes along and I agree with him. And so now he's paid, he's like cornered me with this, I've pawned some of my life to him. Right? So now he owns that. And I don't have the right, I'm just a renter. We were in Toronto, and I was doing the leaders' school. It was a four-week privilege. And in this one particular week, they were talking about our hearts. And this particular morning, I arrived, and I was invited all week to be part of the worship team. But that morning, I arrived a little late. Not late for the meeting, but late to practice. And so in my mind, I said I shouldn't be on the worship team because that would dishonor their time of practice. And so we started the meeting and we we're in worship. And I was with everybody else rather than being with the team. But I was so agitated, it's like I want to go and play. And I knew that Jeremy and Connie would say, yes, come and play. And I'm like, but. I, I just can't. I was like pinned to the floor. And then I was like, Jane, just worship like everybody else. But I could hear what the piano wasn't playing. Like, but I still couldn't walk up. And then I could hear what I would have played. But I still couldn't walk up. At any point, I could have like, just go up there and play. But I couldn't. I couldn't. That morning, they talked about inner vows. They talked about what a heart, a heart makes a choice. And so when I choose something, then I give power to the enemy. And I realized that all the way back when I was very first conceived, I chose to hide. My parents have given me permission to say this and how poignant on Mother's Day, but they got together 
just before the wedding. So I, they always said maybe I was a honeymoon baby, but actually I felt like I was in the way because it was just that one time they got together before the wedding and I felt in the way. They've been forgiven, everything's good, except I had chosen to hide. And God said, I am the one who covers you and when you choose to hide, you, took, you stepped into my place of protection. And so I just had to ask him, Father, forgive me for step, sitting on your throne. I get right off. <laughs> it's not about what I want. I want to receive your full protection. And I asked God to forgive me. I forgave my mom one more time, my mom and dad was like a seatbelt came off me. Let someone clap, I'm holding a microphone, clap. I mean one clap, like a big clap. Whoa, yes, it came off. And I was a completely different person from that. I was completely different after that time. And so I feel like that whole thing of when we give something to the enemy, he, he, he owns it and I can't get it back when I want it except when I ask for forgiveness and I get out of the way of being in God's place and God can, he overrides his law of the spirit of life is superior and much higher than the law of the spirit of death. And Restoration was the other word. Once back in place, God wants to make us who we were designed to be. So the piece of furniture has been brought back <laughs> and now he's beautifying it. I don't know, that just came. It says, to bring back into existence or use, to re-establish us, to bring back to an original or normal condition. We were created wonderfully, fearfully and wonderfully made. That's what he said to me today. You are created fearfully and wonderfully Before we started Catch the Fire Myrtle Beach, which is nearly seven years ago, Father spoke and he said, this was when we were in a previous place, he said, get ready to move, but you're not moving. <laughs> like, ooh, that's really fun. God's talking to us. This is the main thing. This is great. So get ready to move, but you're not moving. So what does that look like? Well, on our hearts, we were like, let's simplify, simplify, simplify. And then we ended up having people staying with us for, I think, three or four, three and a half years. And so that was easy because we didn't have things in those rooms, just the bed and the whatever. So that was easy. Other words that validated the journey to that point and brought freedom that we stepped in. He spoke to us just as at the ending of the last chapter, and it just brought so much validation. So now I feel like there's no striving, nothing to prove, just watch what he's doing. So I am allowing him to do his unique thing in me and here with us and to not compare. And he restores fullness of joy. And let's speak that over us. You will make known to me the path of life. In your presence... Apparently, there's no Hebrew word for presence. 
it's face to face. So face to face with you is fullness of joy. At your right hand, there are pleasures forever. That's good, right? Psalm 16, 11. So it's in Christ Jesus, and I'm reminded of his awesome power and the meaning of his names. You know that Christ is the title, the anointed one, Messiah. Can you say that? The anointed one, Messiah. It's his eternal pre-incarnate logos. That's who he is. That's his title. And his name, Jesus, is Yahweh. Yahweh saves. I need to be saved. I needed to be saved. And his name and who he is is all about saving me. I needed to be saved. I needed rescuing, right? Yahweh is salvation. God wants to set us free from how we were and what we have been trapped in. And I feel like Father has some areas he wants to restore and redeem today. And so we have, I'm going to mention these and then we're going to just have a, a, a song, part of a song again. Um, I just felt like here are some, but I, I feel like I just want to invite us all to be listening for what God's saying to you. But I feel like there are family situations and soul ties that he wants to touch. I feel like there's vision that he wants to give or re revision you. I feel like he wants to give hope because he's the God, the fountain of hope, that he will fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust in him and health, and thinking, renewed thinking, and fullness of joy. And so, just going to, I've spoken those things, but just in this time where we just play this little excerpt, just to let him speak to you, and then we will do some ministry time.
so much grace, so much grace. It's such an invitation to where we think something is like, well, I can't even say that that happens or whatever. This, it's like such a joy to bring because there's so much grace. And so I'm inviting Mark as well to, to come and, and we just want to you know, hear from Father's heart this morning and um, just want to speak blessing over families and over soul ties, you know, just the whole thing of where there's been, you know, a, a, a person who's very significant in your life, and this was the case for me, so much significance, and yet there was a lot of pain, and I had to protect myself, that's what I thought. But sometimes communication can be painful, and sometimes the message can be painful, and so... And so I just want to give this moment, if you feel like that's pertinent to you, that you would just um, release and give an offering of forgiveness to a mom or a dad. For me, it was a little bit of that, and um, actually a, a principal of a school, and actually one of my grandparents. So I just released them, and for just the new understanding that that had caused something in me that caused me... can't quite remember what we started with this morning, but anyway, so, but anyway, it, it caused my heart to be troubled, and, and, and so I had to release them, and as I released them, Father could give me something else, so Father, we just, I'm just going to speak this prayer out, and, um, and uh, Father, if you want to join in under your breath or whatever, you're welcome to. But I choose to forgive this person, significant as they were in my life, um, for the way they spoke or the way they acted or what the message was. And I release them and I give them a gift. And... Uh, yeah, as anything of myself that went to them like that sometimes this is a really special relationship but sometimes I end up giving something of myself away where I didn't stand up for my voice so I gave that away or where there's something of that person in me and so I just want to pray an exchange right now of where I actually give back what belongs to them and who is them right now in Jesus name and and I call back all the parts of me that I gave away now in Jesus name so Jesus we invite you to be at the very center of that relationship that you are the one that that it actually goes through everything of that relationship Sometimes, especially with family members, we struggle with how can I break off what's ungodly and then we struggle with am I dishonoring? But honor is not the same. Honor is where you prize someone for the price they've paid. So you can honor family members, especially father and mother, but still recognize that there's ungodly stuff too. 
You know, we know there's ungodly stuff <laughs> in our family line as much as we've sought not to, and there's nobody perfect. But by breaking the ungodly soul ties, we're actually honoring those that we're breaking ties with in order to, to, to welcome what is godly. And so, Father, wherever any of us has, has done that with parents or other family members, I just want to set a seal on that right now. And Jesus, I want to ask that you would be the only tie in this family line, a healthy, whole, healed soul tie in my life, in our lives, in our family lines that there would be good, holy, spiritual boundaries between us and our family members. And Jesus, I want to ask you to be the protective tie in the family line for every one of us, that you would be life-giving, that you would help us all to be wise with healthy boundaries, that we would have that face-to-face -face relationship that Jane was talking about in your presence, as you're present in our families and in our relationships with one another. So I feel like uh, just moving on to the whole thing of vision, is that the Lord's given us vision, he's given us something that we know is very important, um, but sometimes there are transition times in it and so you feel like uh, what happened to the vision but are actually in a transition, and so it brings confusion. And so we just want to reaffirm our yes to what you've called each one of us to, and just to say thank you for where you're planting us, because you're in charge of that. You're in charge of our boundaries and our times, and that's good, because he knows better than we do. Right? Yes, Jay. And... And um, and so where we don't understand, sometimes we we get anxious or afraid or we start to doubt or we think we've got something wrong, but no, he is going to lead you by the hand uh, step by step into the fulfillment of that. And sometimes that needs to be alongside other people. And so we only can fulfill it. Sometimes he's made it impossible for us to do by ourselves because he wants us to partner with others and then that just makes it even more beautiful, a more beautiful representation of heaven on earth because of our love. As Iris said, sometimes you don't fully understand or, or whatever, there may be something you don't quite, but just the whole thing of, yes, I'm partnering, I'm saying yes, and it's just this beautiful, beautiful jewel on earth as our hearts agree with each other and say, yes, we, I want to help you become who you're meant to be and you're helping, we're just helping each other become who we're meant to be and helping each other know how to step into more freedom, more hope. So um, just going to speak. Thank you, Father. F yes, thank you for the vision that you've put in each one. Thank you that we don't need to doubt that. And sometimes... It may seem very big, and that was one of the words he said t to me this morning, was, I felt quite small, I felt actually very small, and he said, I choose small. 
I choose small. I choose small. Because then it shows what I'm doing. I choose small. Talking about small. (laughs) God knows what he's doing. So I speak a blessing over any transition, any changing gears, any of that. Because sometimes it's very easy when things seem to be on the up and to the right. But often life isn't up and to the right. It doesn't feel like it, right? And so there's trust and there's roots going deeper. So we're going to finish with one more thing that Jane referred to. And this, I think, will lead us into blessing one another in the whole family. And that is hope. Because this flows right out of what Jane just prayed for our vision. God will refresh it and renew it. He's the God of hope. (laughs) In fact, in, in Romans 15, the Passion Translation says that he's the fountain of hope. Let me read the whole verse. Now may God, the fountain of hope, fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust in him. So I'm going to pray, but then I want to release you to pray for one another to bless the overflowing of uncontainable joy and perfect peace and the increase, the bubbling up of trust between the person you're praying for and our Heavenly Father. So Father, thank you that you are the God of redemption and restoration. And your purpose for every one of us is to take us further into that redemption and restoration. And so, Father, would you fill each person in this room and each person who listens to or watches this afterwards, fill them to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as they trust you. Just allowing that to happen in the quietness. He's doing it in each of you. And his purpose in doing it in each of you is that you also share it with one another. None of what God does in our lives is to be kept to ourselves. So I want to bless you to bless one another. I'm also going to say that if any of our leaders want to come and stand at the front here, uh, we'd be glad to pray with you as well before you go. So release you to bless one another with overflowing, uncontainable joy, perfect peace and increasing trust face to face with Father. Go ahead and do that and be blessed. Leaders come forward please so we can overflow 